0: Hello everyone, Uh, my name is Dr. Ko. Today I would like to continue talking about another common childhood skin infection. Uh, It is about herpes simplex gingivostomatitis. HSV uh, gingivostomatitis is usually a self-limiting illness which tend to resolve without complications. However, um, it is important to aware of what potential complications need to be looked out for and has to explain and inform the parents so that we can manage that such a common condition in the general practice setting and is one of the reason many parents brought bring the children to emergency department in the middle of the night because their child is not well or they don't know how what sort of things do you expect? Okay, let's start. Primary HSV for viral infection in children is usually asymptomatic or it is very non-specific. It is really hard to tell with common cold or runny nose. And the HSV gingival stomatitis is the most common specific clinical manifestation affecting in about 30% of who had infection Uh, and also reactivation can happen with cold trauma stress or immunosuppression Uh, from the having the stomatitis things like eczema herpeticum, herpetic whitlow especially in children who suck their thumb Uh, adhesions or scarring around the lips or secondary infections can happen so, in terms of history, uh, there will be a non-specific illness that may take up to a week after the exposure with uh, someone who carried the virus. Symptoms may include fever, anorexia, malaise, sleeplessness and headaches. The le- most lesions will heal approximately in two, uh, 10 to 14 days. However, because of the pain and discomfort around the mouth, children tend to refuse to drink could result in dehydration which is the most common complication. Other red flags we need to look out for is if the child is drowsy or lethargic, or if there is a focal neurology or altered behavior, we may need to suspect HSV encephalitis. Other rare complications can also include esophagitis, epiglottitis, pneumonitis or keratitis when the virus is spread to other parts of the body. When we are looking at the child, it is important to look at general well-being. Therefore, hydration stages before even touching the child. Is the child restless or unsettled or too drowby, too drowsy or sleepy? For the lesions around the mouth, they can be seen on the outside the lip, buccal mucosa, gingiva, hard palate, lips and perioral skin. The vesicular rashes uh, can be easily bled and they can appear yellow after rupture. On the tongue and the gum inside the mouth, uh, they can form ulceration, which appear pale with the halo with the surrounding there could be submandibular or cervical lymphadenitis uh, as well as we need to examine the chest abdomen and um, ear nose and throat part of the assessment other differential diagnosis we need to consider include hand foot and mouth disease abdus ulcer Stephen Johnson syndrome, facial eczema hepaticum, or Pechet syndrome, probably not pronouncing that properly here. So diagnosis is mainly clinical and doesn't require any swab or any laboratory confirmation. However, if you would like, uh, or if confirmation is needed for immunocompromised children, swap of the uh, ulcer bed and you can send it to PCR blood tests for serology are really useful in terms of treatment care and supportive treatment with analgesia and adequate hydration are the main pillars of the treatment so pain relief we start with simple analgesia like paracetamol or ibuprofen you can advise to use cyclocaine viscous or lignocaine gel as topical analgesia. If the pain is severe, you also need to consider oral opioids medication, but that may be uh, at that, that stage you may need to re- refer the child to hospital. Hydration is important um, and the We can tolerate up to mild degree of hydration, however, require frequent reviews. So if there is any degree of hydration, it is important to encourage either breastfeed or oral rehydration solution as a replacement with small frequent uh, feeds after pain relief. If there is any severe dehydration, the child needs to be referred for or nasogastric tube, or IV fluid replacement at the hospital. Antiviral treatment. Now, in the GP clinic, most patients will already try topical acyclovia that are available from pharmacy. However, they are not really that effective, although many pharmacists tend to uh, provide them for both adults and children. If you want to, if you have to treat uh, in children, immunocompromised, it's probably out of our scope of general practice. Um, The medicine of choice is acyclovir, 10 milligram per kilo, IV, eight hourly. As well as it can be considered acyclovir, 10 milligram per kilo, with the uh, five times a day, if there is ongoing pain, um, dehydration, over three to four days period after the onset of the rash, children with gingival stomatitis from HSV do not. Um, who has proper control with their their feeding or their oral secretion does not require any school exclusion. However, they probably be sick from illness anyway. The barrier cream such as petroleum jelly or any other um, barrier lip gloss in older children can be used to prevent adhesions. So in terms of uh, referral, endpoint of the care, if a child is not Getting better with all your support and treatment or if the child has compromise and if there are complications you are suspecting referral to pediatric team or emergency department is needed. All right. So I just want to recap the summary of it. So HSV gingival stomatitis is a common condition that is found in children. Most of the presentation do not require any specific treatment other than providing enough or comprehensive information to parents, making sure hydration and analgesia are properly in place, and frequent reviews, and frequent reviews, that's most important of it so that you can advise them in time. I hope you enjoy the episode.